What's up, y'all? It's another episode of For Your Records. I am your girl, Key from Clee. I am here today with um Hollywood Staples over here. What's <laughs> because that's what he is to me. Because <laughs> that's what he is to me. But no, what's up, though, David? How you feeling? What's up? I'm good, you know. I'm chilling. Trying to... Uh, get reacquainted in the new year. How's the new year treating you? Um, I don't know. I'm still trying to work out the kinks. So. Really? Yeah. Really? It's it's. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a lot of bullshit from 2020 bringing into 2021. Yeah, that's what I'm trying and to it's work like, as as bad as we want it to be a new year, is it really truly a new year? That's that's my thing. Is it truly a new year? Doesn't feel like it really, cause tuh, I don't know. I don't does know. time really stop or does it really continue? Time is a constructive thing, you know? It's like, what what decided that it, this is our time zone and it is 6.49 right now, you feel me? Like, I just be so confused because on the West Coast, it's 3.49. On, in Dubai, son, it's like morning. Time is really constructive as fuck. Like, view it how you want. Very true. <laughs> you, Very see, true. you see what I mean? Like, people be trying to put so much um, pressure on time. It's like, it's time, like. Time is time. It's just going to keep going wherever. And regardless, it's, it's somewhere different than everywhere else. So it's like, do what you do. That's why I'm repressing myself. I was, I was actually just... Though? What do you mean, why does it restart? Why does it restart? Like It's a new chance. A new year, new chance. A new month, new chance. A new day, new chance. A new hour, redo it. Didn't work that hour, try it again. That's how I look at life, literally. You know? That's good. That's good you do it that way, because I sure fucking die. Well, I'm a Sag, so everything's half full with me. <laughs> everything's half full with me. <laughs> and you're a Leo. You look at life half empty with your grumpy ass. <laughs> yeah, listen. Oh, Leos be grumpy as hell. I'm a realist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an optimist. I really am. I really do try to look at life on the brighter side. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna get it back. It's okay. It's whatever. I'm really a type of person like if it's if it's like I really let it bother me, right? Mm-hmm. For like a full five minutes. Mm-hmm. And then like as time go on, I'm like, man, fuck that shit. I don't know what the fuck I'm still mad about that shit for. You be mad about that shit for hours. Like you see, really be see, bothered. See, the, it, it, it's the thing though. It, it, I only be mad about it for hours if the person, if I know the person, like. If you know me and I know you, like I, that's you, the thing. I feel like you, nobody truly know me. I really know, do that. I really feel that way. Fucking pisses me off, and you and you're going to do it anyway. So if it's an individual that I, I don't know, and they don't know me, I can brush them off with ease. That's no problem. But if I fucking know you, I'm gonna just be like, yeah, it's, it's gonna. It has no choice but to rub me the wrong way. I feel like this though, as because be- I used to think like that, right? But I feel like people always will try to test you, no matter who you are. You're a dad. Your daughter tests you every chance she get, don't she? And she always wins. <laughs> Why did you allow her to win? I can't help it. <laughs> but no, I feel like in most instances, though, if if you really bothering me and you because re- at that point you testing me, I, you could be with me any chance you get, but you know everybody know how I'm gonna react to something. If you really truly know me and if I'm truly around you. But at that point, I don't think that matters. You're just trying to test me at this point. 
That's truly how I feel. That's truly how I look at people. Yeah. Because everybody that come in contact with me, once you have a conversation with me, you know me. You know me. I'm loud. I'm going to tell you what I feel. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very ragey in that moment. But give me five minutes. I swear to God, I'll get over that shit. Because it's not going to bother me that bad. Like, it is what it is. Because I guess I'm just used to some people letting me down. Like, eventually somebody's yeah. going to let me down. Like, you're going to disappoint me. Yeah. <laughs> you're going I've, to disappoint I've, me. I've gotten to the point where if, if it's not making me a better person or it's not making me no money, I'm really not paying that part, too much attention to That people, part. So. Okay. The best video that could have happened uh, before 2020 happened was um we where the money reside. But I want to reside because I felt that shit. If it don't cost me no money, I ain't even tripping. I ain't supposed to be there. I'm supposed to be at the bank or at work. Shit, I ain't there. I'm where the money reside. With the lighter. Oh. All right. So speaking of knowing you, what I do know about you is you are the like the like I don't think I know anybody else like this, but you are the R&B guru. Like it's like. <laughs> It's like, it's like. <laughs> no, I, I, I honestly feel like I was like a motherfucking A&R or some shit like that in my past life. Cause really? And just in general. Yeah. Like you feel like you got the ear for it. Yeah, like I can hear, like if I can hear something, I can hear it has potential. Like I'd be finding some hidden gems. So if, you, so if an album come out, you can guess the singles? I can guess the singles. I can I can know. I can guess the singles and I can guess the strong points of the album. Like I can Oh yeah, like you fucked up here. Like yeah, I can You could have left this off type shit. I can tell which song is gonna get pushed hardest as opposed to which is not. Like I can tell say for example, you're an artist, you give me thirty songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I can literally be able to tell you which your albums what should go on the album, what should go on the EP, and what should go on the mixtape, and what you should just forget about and bury. So what's EP worthy? Because I feel like people drop EPs, right? Mm-hmm. And I be like, Ooh. EP worthy, what's I feel EP like worthy? they're snippets to the album. but Like not, a preview. Yeah, but not the actual, you're not actually giving it, though. You feel I me? feel like people treat EPs like throwaways. Like, they hold on to tracks, because that's what artists do. They hold on yeah. to these tracks, and they don't know what to do with them. But they know, like, they got potential, or they know that they might like that song, or they might mm-hmm. listen to it, or somebody else may listen to it, and they'll be like, oh, this hard, or they might not have finished it, mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Well, whatever. A lot of songs go unfinished to me nowadays, but that's besides the point. But <laughs> if you, I feel like if you put it all on the EP, I feel like people legit treat it like a throwaway. It doesn't match, like, none of the songs match. Or it doesn't, and then they put out an album three, four months later, and it had nothing to do with the EP. They just like yeah, because like like the songs they're on the fence. Um, like you said, they either the artists particularly like them, or some just goes wrong where they just can't make the damn fucking album. So they're gonna throw them on the EP just so they can still get the record spins for, so they can still get something for it. Cause nine times out of ten, if it's on the EP, the artists don't own the damn fucking song anyway. Yeah, that's true. So that's true. That's just fact. I feel like that's mixtapes. Yeah, you ain't wanna, you ain't wanna buy it. Yeah, <laughs> you ain't 
you ain't a, you ain't want to buy it. So you pretty much just had no problem just taking that or whatever, put it on on YouTube or whatever, added it to your mixtape. It got hot, but it ain't gonna, you know, you can get sued for it anyway. So it's like you can't put it on no track that's gonna get played on the radio per se, or it's something that somebody can buy or go purchase if you didn't go buy that song anyway for yourself. So I feel like you know mixtapes kind of draw the line to a certain extent. If it makes sense. But honestly, man, a lot of mixtapes be better than fucking albums. They do. They do. They be better than albums, for real. In most cases. In most cases, they do. Just because I feel like um, people, once, once they have a time, once they get a chance to put an album out, they can't reflect what they put on the mixtape already because... Now they didn't got all this buzz, and now they probably signed now, and now they ain't got no creative integrity the same way that they had on a mixtape versus now that they putting out this album, it's not the same type of drive that they had. Or probably they on a time limit, and now they just putting out any fucking thing. So now the music doesn't even reflect who they are or what they even trying to say, because the mixtape, they put they all on it, and now they ain't even got nothing else to say. <laughs> that app. <laughs> that shit crazy. You got to understand. They could have them songs in a archive that could reflect who they are, but by them being signed to certain labels, those labels are literally advertising to a certain demographic and demographic. <laughs> demographic. <laughs> they're not gonna, I mean, it's just it is what it is. They're not gonna they're not gonna play that that conscious music. Cause you gotta be honest with you. I mean, conscious music really doesn't get played on the airwaves. What happened to Lupe? Lupe Fiasco. Think about it. That's a, that's a um yeah. They rolled. They they threw him under the bus and, and destroyed. Him. Um, here's the thing. I feel like they shine the light on certain conscious rappers, if that makes sense. True. Mm. But but when they do shine the light on them, what they do with them? A white demographic. <laughs> a white ass demographic. I say this all the time. What the fuck can a white person get from Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> but they love him. I be mad confused. What can you get out of um hey this nigga say the blackest of black things? I have to play it back sometimes. And I'd be at the concert like, whoa, what are you about to perform? What you about to say? And how does that relate to you? Where are you from? Um, you know your daddy? Uh, you killed somebody? Um, uh, how you even hit? What song you know? Poetic justice or something? How, how? Oh, you, you listen to the whole t- you do? You lying. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You was gangbanging too, my nigga? You. You. What you was doing? I be mad confused. White people love Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> they also. <laughs> they also love Travis Scott. Whoa. But Travis Scott makes sense. Travis Scott Kendrick does. Lamar does not. 
Kid Cudi also makes sense. J. Cole does not. True. Uh, so back to Lupe Fiasco, right? <laughs> <laughs> the demographic. Okay. The single was Kick Push. Do you know black skaters? Can you name one off the top of your head? Uh, what's his last name? Too Maybe. late. Too late. Five seconds gone. Uh-uh. Um. <laughs> no, no, no. His name's, uh, what's his name? Five seconds gone. His fucking name's Kennedy. Something Kennedy. I know. What? <laughs> Nigga Dom Kennedy? No, no. He, I was about to say that he's not a skater. No, he dated, he dated, um, Russell Simmons' daughter for a little bit. Oh, um. I know you're talking about. He had to go. Yeah, you know the okay. dark dude. Okay. Okay. Okay, and it's another one. I he, feel like you thought too hard because I was really expecting no. you to say Lil Wayne. But. Uh, he, that's my third one. That, that's my third one. It's the first two on about to fly. So listen, I forgot this. It's another one. His name is Nigel. He He's a light-skinned dude with dreads. Would he cut him off or whatever? He, he a young buck. Nigel? He sound like a skater. Nigel, yeah. Nigel? Yeah. Nigel. I forgot his last name, but yeah, he's a nice kid, dude. He got dressed. Is his, name, is his last name Barker? Uh, um, I just feel like, never mind, never mind. Maybe that's a real person I know. Um, <laughs> maybe it's, that's it's a, a real person I know. There's a couple of them out there. I, I don't know them all, damn. But I'm just saying, sometimes we be listening to this music and I be like, Ugh. I mean, all right, since we're on this topic, I've made a, a comment off air one time. I don't know if this was recorded or not, but whatever, I'm gonna say it anyway. I said I like childish Gambino to somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And they said, Oh, that's cool, but he said something like he date white girls, so I don't respect him or something like that. Is that a black man that you can see with a black woman? A blackity black woman? For real, is that a black man that you can see with the average black woman? Gambino, childish Gambino. Can I see him with an average? Can you see him with an average? All right, I'll give you. All right, what's an average? What's what's give give me a definition of average because everybody got a definition of average black woman. A black woman. That is able to code switch a black woman that may wear fake things, as in lashes, nails, hair, wigs, um, makeup of that nature, and as well as a black woman who ties her hair at, at night, wears braids, and goes to work is probably a nurse. That's a black woman job. Um, <laughs> can you see Childish Gambino dating a hood rat from East Cleveland? No, not a not a hood rat. <laughs> Definitely not. Could you see him dating the average black woman? I can't. See, here's the thing. I can't. And by that, I only mean this because before you say anything, the only reason why I say that is because... Black women be the first ones to, to to say, 
Oh, I'm, I don't want to date. They, they have a lot of stipulations on who they date. They don't want a corny type of man. They don't want a corny black dude. They will view childish scam. They white dude in a heartbeat. Right. And that's the point I was trying to make. They have no problem dating a corny white man. But you want to know why? That's the, that's the image that's put on that white man. That's okay. Yeah. A corny image ain't put on no black man. And that's the fucked up part. This is a, a man with money. This is a man who's talented. This is a man who who's smart with with ideas and obviously obviously very creative. He's more than just a rapper. He, he, you know what I'm saying? And I, girl, I feel like a black woman still would not be like, yeah, no. It's something about a black man that has to attract a black woman. And Childish Gambino is not it. Part of that is because of his his nature, some of those things that he do. I mean, you gotta <laughs> some of the shit that you that you you've seen his videos. I mean, yeah, he did. That don't define you as a person, but my god, <laughs> some of this shit is just bizarre and it's kind of weird. Don't get it wrong. Don't get me wrong. He is talented, but I'm trying to think of another example. Okay. I ain't gonna say he weird. I'm gonna just call him different for real, for real. I mean, and you gotta have a, a different kind of. Um, I just feel like taste for that. I just feel like this year, I'm just trying to do a thing where I'm trying to hold women accountable, black women accountable in particular. And that's not gonna happen. I, I'm. I have a platform. This is what I do. Um, <laughs> I just feel like um. Women always say, "Oh, well, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna date differently, and I'm gonna do this and da da da." But they really don't. Like they really date the same man over and over again. And I just kind of be confused. Like, okay, well, what's wrong with a nigga like Childish Gambino? What's wrong with that? And then you kind of can laugh about the shit, and it's funny, but it's like, what's wrong with that? You have no problem dating a corny white man. What's wrong with a little dirty, nerdy little comic little man? You know who else I think of when I say shit like this? Um, what's the dude name? I always forget his damn name. Tyler the Creator. Yeah, him too. Him too for sure. But what's the dude that wrote Get Out and all of that? Um, Jordan Peele. Yeah, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele, cause he married to a white woman. Everybody was like, "Well, how can he write? Uh, Both of them why can he write stuff like that?" And da-da-da. right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And everybody was like, well, how can he do stuff like that? And he, he like, you know, because Charles Gambino wrote that song. Oh, this is American shit like that. You know, writing stuff for black women, black people. And then you have him doing the same shit, writing these movies. And they're like, well, how can you do that shit? He got a white man, a white woman. Well, I mean, it's kind of, you got to put this in perspective, too. I, I know a lot of black females go through this. When they go, when they eventually marry, uh, get with a white dude or whatever. That's the same reason why Oprah Winfrey ended up had her kid or whatever and married mm. a white dude or whatever. She was like, then no black dude want me or whatever. And she was like, hey. And sometimes that's what people feel like. I have friends like this, though. They legit are attracted to white men because they, gotta, feel, they feel like they are too... What's the word? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, they feel like they overwhelm black men too much, I know. and that's fucked up to say. 
it's very fucked up to say, but it's like when you think about it, it's like, damn, you have educated black men, but they don't even be looking for the same people. That, it's like they don't be looking for the same people. It's, and that's so fucked up. But you know what it is? The, it's the tax bracket. You feel me? And then it's the tax bracket. Mm-hmm. Then it's the educational level. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, you can't necessarily be mad at a successful woman that makes a certain amount of money and they expect their partner to make a certain amount. What's wrong with that? Because you can be honest with you. That's that's all right. Put this in perspective. The average male in America, black male in America. He makes around forty-two to fifty-three thousand a year. The Where are the numbers? Google it. <laughs> a black man? That's average. In, in Cleveland? No, not in oh, Cleveland. Oh, okay. This is in America. okay. I'm trying to think bigger. Okay, let me think. In bigger. America, bigger, bigger. Okay. Okay. The <laughs> average black woman she makes roughly around thirty more than that. So, give or take, I mean, about. Yo, numbers, you you dealing with slum fucking pickings. So, it's either you going to luck up and find somebody in your tax bracket or you going to have to settle for that guy that's making a little bit less than you, but he going to treat you for nothing. You said the guy. Why, who, the women always got to settle. Why the man? Why the successful man can't settle for a hood rat? How is it settling? Wait a minute. How hold on. Settling? It's, you're settling because Pause. it less Hold on, hold on. Is is a successful man settling for dating a hood rat? What what is the definition of a hood rat? Like, Think about it. A successful woman has no problem taking in a man who probably don't got nowhere to live for real. Mm-hmm. Ain't got no problem doing that. Mm-hmm. He might have his own car. Probably got a job. Probably not even like a real job, but he got a job. He making money. Mm-hmm. You know, part time, full time, whatever. Okay. But that probably ain't what she doing. She's clearly the breadwinner. Okay. 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 So what if the roles was flipped? That's what I'd be trying to say. Men have way higher standards than women. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they yes, they do. No, they yes, they do. What, how? What's I think the so. How? I think so. You, you will never see a successful black man dating below them. And you'll never see a successful black yes, you will. dating below them. <laughs> yes, you will. Wow. Yes, you. I just explained it to you. When you say they have no problem. Let's, let's paint the picture. I don't let's know. Pa- let's one. paint a Cleveland picture. Let's paint a Cleveland picture. You have a nurse mm-hmm. at Cleveland Clinic. Okay. She making bank. Okay. Bank, bank. Oh, we had a pandemic too. Hey. She making double. Overtime. Here come this nigga. Mm-hmm. Have no problems, okay? But he ain't going to work to live. He probably, you know, staying with his cousin or son. Four, five niggas in the house. Mm-hmm. But he meet this girl. They vibing. Mm-hmm. Here she go. She's a good woman. She's a good woman. But she like him. Time go by. The day good. Mm-hmm. He works. She don't even know where he work at, but he work. So he say. But she a nurse. Mm-hmm. She, she killing it. Her bills paid. Got a nice car in the driveway. She good. She ain't really got no worries. She probably got a son in another room. She probably got a son in another room with some, you know. He good too. Toys, little ju- little junior, you know, whatever. Baby daddy ain't shit a son, but you know, she holding it down. But she has no problem dating this nigga that's doing less. She has no problem with that. Why? Because she's a beautiful woman. First. <laughs> Let's just say that she's 
beautiful but I'm saying it don't say it like you've never seen it before <laughs> don't say it like you've never seen it before <laughs> I'm Back to the music, nigga. Back to the fucking. Thing. Yo. I'm dead as fuck. This nigga dead ass in my face and trying to act like that wasn't a real picture. Nigga, I took a picture and blasted it on the wall. It was framed, nigga. Listen, Eight by ten. But listen. Eight by ten. But that happens too, though. You do. A man will never do that. I'm telling you, yeah, a man right. will never do that. You right. Nah, you right. Think about it. Men that I know that are legit in good situations, not drug dealers, yeah, <laughs> not right. drug dealers, yeah. but men that are in good situations, great situations. Somehow, she, she's not doing absolutely nothing. What you mean she's not doing absolutely nothing? I mean, like, she, ain't, she don't clean, she don't cook, she don't do nothing. Like, what? she just sit in the house and try to look pretty. But you know girls, you know these girls out here that don't have a job. Yeah. They probably live... With they mama still or something. Yeah. You know, they probably got their own car or some car paid off or no. some. No. Alright, they don't got a car. But they probably got a <laughs> they got a part-time boutique on Instagram. That's what they got. And they sell Only bundles fans. on the side. And they sell bundles. Don't forget the bundles. They they doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and and not to mention, she has no problem. DMing any nigga back in her, cause she that boss ass looking bitch on Instagram. But I'm telling you, any nigga that is polished has a real job, a nine to five, Monday through Friday, kicking it, probably a good dad. They're not got to date no woman like they about to look at this bitch like, what the fuck, bitch, go to work. Yeah. No, no. But women have no problem doing that. Cause bitches love hood niggas. That sit around and smoke weed and play video games all day. I don't find the attraction. I, <laughs> I don't. So that's my, that's my spiel for y'all women today. Um, do better, cause 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 men always gonna have a higher standard, and that's just period. They they might aim lower. They might fuck a hoe who acts, but they are not. <laughs> but they are not about to be in a relationship with no bitch that is in a lower situation than them. If that nigga on the couch, you better not be on no air mattress. Yeah. And that's just facts. No nigga is doing that. Yeah. See, I prove my point. All right, back to the music. Anyway. No, that's not true. <laughs> that's it, David. Stop it. Stop it. The Leo jumped out. This nigga can't be right. Listen, this nigga can't be right for shit. He got, he just gotta prove his point. Because you gotta understand this, though, man. It's somebody out there, man. It's, it's a nigga out there. Who's, who's gonna be hearing this and you gonna be listening, bruh? Don't do it like that. Niggas have higher. That's the name of the episode. Niggas got higher standards than you, bitches. Do better. <laughs> do fucking better. I don't know if you out there. I hope you ain't out there, but listen. You- <laughs> Do fucking better. <laughs> Alright. So who is an artist to you right now? Like right fucking now. 
that is overrated to you, then niggas just keep talking about them. But you be like, no, that nigga is not it. Or a bitch. Uh, like they mad overrated to you. You be like, <clears throat> stop talking about that nigga. I ain't gonna say mad overrated. I don't think you get talked about enough. Who? Vito. Oh, so he underrated to you. Yeah. Vito underrated? Yeah. I feel like Vito get enough flowers. But Vito don't get the right songs. He make his own music. Um, no, no, no. He do. I'm so, I'm saying he don't make the right songs pop. True. If that makes sense. Like the song that's hot now that, you know, get your hey girl. Get your money, get your whatever. That's a cool little TikTok song or whatever. But the songs that be hard are songs that's not talked about. That's what bothers me most about R and B. Yeah. You know? Cause it's like they get talked about, but it's like the songs that be popping. Because like, R and B is R and B ain't what R and B what I grew up on and what you grew up on for it's it's more so of a they trying to make you they trying to make it more so of a dancey feel. Dance feel, dance vibe to it. I don't know what it is. It's like we can redefine these other you gotta have genres, dance. but it's like R and B just can't be singing no more. Like it gotta be some extra shit to it. But now. that's the thing. A couple of them is trying to make their way back though, and just straight singing. Though you feel me, trying to, but it's hard. It's hard. It, it's hard. It's dancing hard. with these, with all, because if it, you know, if it ain't the beat, don't pop. Ain't nobody listening to it. And then you gotta be able to dance to the song nowadays too. So. It's it's a lot to make it pop, but I don't know. I feel like Vito get enough credit. I just feel like at the same time, though, the songs that should be credited don't get credited well. That's how I feel about him. True. Cause it's like, yeah, that's a good song, but nigga, did you dig deeper? He got better shit. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel. That's how I feel. That's just how I feel on that situation. Um, so I wanted to get into uh these musical notes I have here. I just knew you'd get a kick out of this. So, Sweetie travels with Amir to take selfies with. Who? <laughs> Sweetie, Pueblo girl. Okay. The I, I, so icy girl. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're like, who? Your age popped out, nigga. He said, who? But no, nah, she pretty much um just travels with Amir, like a, a mirror about, probably about. Like a door mirror, and she travel it with her. Like she take, she take it with her. I don't know where she put it, but she take it with her everywhere, and she pull it out and she take selfies. Why? <laughs> um, I mean, I guess that's what you do when you an Instagram content creator. Um, you gotta be cute on Instagram twenty four seven. Like she legit pulled it out the car and had it posted. It was okay, at the gas station. Like, what's that's, up? That's fine and all, but what is she advertising when she doing that? Herself. <laughs> okay, I get you got to build yourself as a brand. I Herself, that. I mean. That's, you that's, know. I get it, but. She just dropped a new song, you know. Okay, so she's a musician. Yeah. Okay. I mean, her music ain't the best, but. It's not. Mm-mm. That's that girl uh, that be on that radio, and she was like, um, tap, tap, tap in. Waste oh, waste that, that's her song? Mm-hmm. Her. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what the fuck, this bitch? <laughs> but yeah, she just woke <laughs> around with a mirror. Um, I thought it was quite interesting. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, she lucked up. 
I mean, she cute though. Have you seen her? Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I saw yeah. her. I, I mean, just know cute. she made music. You feel me? I personally feel like she shouldn't. I just feel like she should just be a cute little Instagram model. But I mean, she probably won't make no more music. I mean, I mean, she do. Is it? Uh, she quite old girl. She gonna make some music for right now. That's that's what I'm saying for right now. <laughs> for right now, she good. You feel me? She, she make she, some music for right she now. She in good hands. She with the breadwinner right now, so she made a good decision. She lucked up. Right well, shit, the Rico's ain't come out with nothing in a minute. I don't think it's a good decision, shit. I mean, well, shit, he just bought her a what? A three hundred k what? What what kind of car is that? Maybach? What was that? Uh, oh shit, uh, she did, but he did get her some nice shit for he, Christmas. He it was some slick shit, some, real icy, real. Yeah. I- oh, the Bentley. That's what it was. Yeah, I think yeah, the, it was the, a, like the, the icy Bentley. Yeah, so. yeah, she said she was sucking dick dick that night. You better shit. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> you better? With the mirror in play. With the mirror, yeah. With the mirror in play. The fuck? You see me? Yeah. <laughs> you see me? You see me? <laughs> Alright, so. I saw that um, Jay Z is helping black owned cannabis companies be afloat like he's giving them money to and he's also got his own he, yeah he got his own we've yeah. we been through that but i thought that was pretty dope though that he helping other people stay afloat don't sleep on your favorite artist now don't sleep he be doing some shit behind the scenes um i wonder where this is at though because new york isn't legalized all the way per se i don't think it's legal anywhere I think it's legal medically. Medically, but yeah, I think that's it though. Just medically. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got it. How do you? No, I know how you can get a car. I say that off the air. Um, I can be a little illegal. So, did you listen to Jasmine Sullivan album? Yeah, I did. It's, it's, it's dope. I like it. Um, it doesn't make sense if you don't listen to the interludes. I did that on accident, and I was like, oh, shit, this, what? What the fuck this bitch saying? And I had to go back, and I was like, oh, okay, this ties in. (laughs) When I first heard the interlude, she was like, yeah, and then she talked about the girl eating her, she, uh, the lost one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, what the fuck is this? I was like, is this Jasmine? (laughs) Let's scroll up. And then I was like, hold on. And then she had that song about how she, uh, uh, oh, he put it down. I give him my car, give him my keys, my car, yeah. bring it back to him. I was like, oh, no, bitch, you tripping. Yeah. And I went back and listened to the interlude. I was like, oh, 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 because the dick was good. He can get whatever now. Okay, relatable content. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, relatable content. We could keep scrolling. <laughs> but um, I did see that she is singing the national anthem at the um, Super Bowl. That was pretty dope. Her, um. She finally getting the recognition she should. I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, because Tiger's embarrassed. Her career kind of went on mine. <laughs> You're retarded. <laughs> <laughs> You're retarded. <laughs> Man, what the fuck? <laughs> you are retarded. <laughs> but um, 
yeah, somewhere in there she went down. Yeah, somewhere in fucking there. You're retarded, man. But yeah, and then I guess her is singing um the land is the uh what's she singing? Mm, oh, America the Beautiful. It's not, but yeah. She's singing that, so I'm like, oh okay. So I so yeah, I hear. I heard. I don't know how true it is, but I heard they was in talks uh making an autobiography of uh, a little Kim. And uh, Tiana Taylor is supposed to be. I don't think they're making an autobiography. I think little Kim wants, wants an autobiography, yeah. and okay. she wants Tiana Taylor to play okay. her. However. Okay. I remember years back, she said that she wanted um, a light-skinned woman to play her years back in an interview. So, I guess now it's this whole black power thing going on in 2020. And, but, she but you see, she getting that. her color back a little bit. But I she, don't know how, but she getting her color back a little bit. She was bit. using that Jamaican bleach. You know, that's what so they re- So now she stopped using it. She's getting her color back because she seemed like she getting some of her pigment back. That's what happens when you, you got to constantly use it in order to keep the, the pigment away. Then once you stop using it for a while, it'll slowly, gradually come back. Yeah. That's this dis- shit ain't going dis- nowhere. That's disgusting. That's disgusting that she would do that to her body. Come on, man. Let's I'm be just. Honest. I'm just so disgusted. How, but. How the fuck. God rest his soul. But come on. How the fuck Mike man. Uh, from head to toe. Scalp and all. <laughs> come on dog. With not a That's... patch in sight. <laughs> not a patch in sight doggy. Name one other nigga who called Villa. Uh, Name one. <laughs> Today, what the fuck? I'm sorry, but listen, man. <laughs> uh, um, there is not. <laughs> Think of man, that shit don't even make sense. It you don't. got logic, man. You got common sense, man. He used that Jamaican bleach too. I ain't gonna say it was that one. He probably he had to use some higher grade because he got that kind of money. But still, <sighs> listen. He probably. One or two motherfucking bleach baths and called. I day. really truly just believe like this back in the day. It was just something that was I don't know. I really believe that it was something just told to them to just not love their skin. Cause now when I go yeah, on the internet the every five seconds, it's just like black, black, black. It's like I'm reminded to love my black skin every five seconds. So it's like that. I, I just, I can't, I just can't imagine like living in that time that they were. Like that but would just be so fucked is, up. It's, like it's due to. Back then, they didn't have cell phones and programming like that. that. Too. So now, everything that you look up and talk about is literally, basically, all that you're going to see on your phone. So what you sure. like is usually it's, it's targeted marketing. So that's pretty much all that is. Ads and videos that you like to watch, you usually watch. That's, that's true. Usually going to pop up on your phone. That's true. I'd say that's true. I don't know, cause back in the day, how did you have entertainment magazines? No. Newspapers and shit. No, we had to go outside and fucking play. <clears throat> I mean, 
that's how you get life experiences. All right, so did you see um, J. Cole now music ass announcement? <laughs> he didn't got his ass back on this fucking roof like he was coming out with a 2014 Hillsport Drive 2 or some shit. And this nigga talk about he got a shoe deal. Oh, yeah. Nigga, where, where's the album announcement? We all waiting the album and shit. This nigga birthday next week. We thought he was about to say something. He said he got shoes coming out. I'm hurt. I really thought it was about to be an alpha when I was <laughs> I was waiting. Yeah. So. I, I, I low-key, that, I, it's not his fault, but that whole little concert and coronavirus thing just. Yeah, Dreamville fucked me up. We was about that, to have fun. That whole little concert. We was going to have fun. Damn, that was gonna be so much fun. You supposed to be dropping music, nigga. At, at least in the meantime. Like that, them little, that little two. Shit, you what? He dropped what? What four songs since in, then? Yeah. In two thousand twenty. Something, something like that. Four or five songs. Barely. Mm-hmm. Something like that. You dropped what? Middle Child, Snow on the Bluff, and the two on the little EP. Middle Child was not even twenty twenty. I don't think. What? <laughs> I think that was two thousand nineteen. He dropped that, um, them two little song. What was that? Um, everything come back around full circle, yeah. whatever song that was. And, and he dropped Snow on the Bluff. Yup, Snow on the Bluff. And I think he was featured on the track. What? We don't fucking know. But damn. That's fucked up. That's well, really fucked up. He had a nice 2020. He did. He had a. It, he it did. Was a very. It was a. It was consistent and it was subtle. It, it was. was nice. It was. So fuck everybody that didn't pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how I feel. All right, to wrap up these musical notes, I just have to touch on this versus battle because it was just a, a catastrophe. Um, first of all, these heifers was late as fuck. They said 8 p.m. on a damn Thursday night, like I didn't have to go to work the next morning. They was just late as fuck to the damn versus battle. Nine o'clock. First of all, Shanti came on the screen at nine o'clock, like, "Hey, y'all." Hold tight, hold tight. We waiting on my girl. Bitch, you an hour late coming on the screen talking about some hold tight. I should beat your ass. Her wig was nice, though. It was real nice. She looked she looked really nice. So I waited. And then I was like, okay, okay, we'll wait. Where Keisha at? This bitch came on at 930 and literally came out like, all right, y'all. Where's Shanti at? All right, let's go. Didn't explain why she was late. She looked buzzed and drunk and shit. She was. This bitch ain't gonna explain to to me why she was late. Nothing. <sighs> then they placement was just all out of whack. Like, oh my god, it was the worst versus battle ever. It was the most anticipated and the most cringy to watch. Their energy was just terrible. Keisha looked like she wanted to fight somebody. She came on the set. You know how you walk into work late, but you gotta act like you mad to play it off. Like mm-hmm. that's how I felt like Keisha did. Like. <laughs> She came out and hit the camera like she was mad at us. Like, bitch, what you mad at me for? You was late. Because y'all forcing her to be there. <laughs> y'all if she didn't want to come, up. you ain't have to come, ho. <laughs> That's just facts. And they need that chat. Then, oh, that was another thing. Then she was sitting there next. They had Ciroc and Doritos, okay? Keisha has the blue ranch, uh, the cool ranch Doritos with the with the regular blue Ciroc. And then so, uh, Shanti was on the top because, you know, they was on live together. And then Shanti was on the top screen. 
with the red nacho cheese Doritos with the red Ciroc. So, you know, they had a little break or whatever. And, and, and she looked over and she was like, Ciroc, Ciroc can't give me no check. And Ashanti was like, ah, they paid me. <laughs> and the video went viral. <laughs> it was a lot of shadiness going on, okay? I'm like, do they like each other? Like, what is going on? What? <laughs> Look, it was bad. Ashanti was playing songs that we don't even know. That she had? <laughs> that she had. Like, bitch played like at least four or five hidden tracks. Like, bitch, what are these? What are these? Go back to All Baby and shit. Go back to Ja Rule and all of that. We know that. Then Kisha Cole got up and started dancing. Then brought her OT Gen. It was a whole situation. What? He, she brought OT on? Yes, brought OT Genesis on. It was a whole situation. You've been begging to get on with her, though. <laughs> He been begging. That nigga been begging to get on. He love. He love him. So Keisha Cole. He was. She came on and was singing love. He. She was looking like boy. You fucking my song up. Get off. Keisha was trying to sing. Ashanti. They just sounded bad. Okay. It was just a bad versus battle. I was here for the drama though. I stayed up till eleven thirty and watched that shit. Well, I was sleepy as hell at work the next day, but I watched it. <laughs> So shout out to the versus battle. Oh, <laughs> it was a whole situation, okay? The shit was ghetto. ghetto. <laughs> the shit was ghetto. The shit was mad ghetto. Alright. Oh, did you see that Kodak is free? <laughs> yeah, Kodak free. Mm-hmm. My man Wayne got par and shout out to them mm-hmm. both. And Joe Joe Exotic was sorty. <laughs> <laughs> really upset <laughs> he said he was ready he had his limo ready he had his hair and makeup ready he just knew Trump was gonna pardon his ass and he was ready and Trump was like nah just just, just Kodak and, and Lil Wayne today and he said well gosh darn I was ready to get the fuck out of here yeah, he ain't getting pardoned it's too late baby Child. Biden in office, not a <laughs> Okay, he, he like hell no. Lock his ass up. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie, it, it's 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 a low key maybe look, niggas think shit sweet because Biden in office is low key a scary time. I be trying to tell people Biden back Biden in office and Camilla Harris. Dog <sighs> Kamala, y'all happy Camilla, for Kamala. Camilla Kamala. Ka, ka, oh, sir, ka, how do you pronounce it? Kamala Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris. From what I understand, listen. listen I, I don't like the bitch. Y'all can have her, but it's cool. What I do like is Jill Biden. I like her. She's an educator. It's nice to have an educator in the White House. But other than that, Biden is a racist in my eyes, and Kamala Harris is not skin folk, black folk. So fuck her. And and her husband is a white boy. Interracial, 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 interracial. What the fuck? Interracial dating does not bother me, okay? However, when you are a black woman that just doesn't appear to me that you have the best interest of a black man, I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard for me. To, I don't know. It's hard for me to trust her because she don't, it appears she doesn't have the interest. I, I mean, know. she flat out said there is no black agenda. Black agenda. agenda. And there absolutely should be, so... Something like something. It should be something. So it's just I don't know. 
I don't know. Shout out to Jill, though. I know she's going to do something about my student loans. <laughs> Shout out to Jill. Um, but, yeah, I'm not for Kamala. Y'all can have them. Um, you know, it's cool to have Cheeto out. You know, shout out to that. But I just wish I had a better option. And y'all sharing, y'all sharing Bernie meme around and shit. And y'all could have voted for his ass. And we could have had a fun time these next four years. But here we are. Whatever. Here we are. Anyway. Anyway, it's cool to have him out. So, whatever. We're just going to move on from there. Oh, I also wanted to say, for For Your Records this week, <clears throat> Jennifer Lopez' J-Lo album turns 20 years old. And the only reason why I say this is because on the Versus album, on the Versus battle, Ashanti played Ain't It Funny, <laughs> the J-Lo and Ja Rule song. And she wrote it. And she was mad. And Ashanti played it anyyway. Well, who, who wait, say that again? Remember the song Ain't It Funny? Mm-hmm. Ain't it funny? Who wrote Nine that? And, hmm, Ashanti. Ashanti wrote it. But J-Lo sang it. Mm-hmm. Her album turns 20 mm-hmm. <laughs> today. <laughs> and Ashanti was playing that little shit like, bitch, I wrote this shit. Fuck you. <laughs> this is my voice on that shit. She also did that to me. <laughs> To the to Mia and uh uh fabulous song I'm so into you because originally Ashanti was supposed to be on that song no and they found a better person and she played the song anyway she counted that as one of her tracks on the versus battle and that is why I say Keisha Cole Keisha Cole won (laughs) wait a minute wait a minute she counted she she wasn't even singing. <laughs> she counted a song that does not get played <laughs> on one of her tracks on the verses. And I it just, was her actually on it though, singing it. I mean, technically, she played her version. That's what I'm, I mean. She played. Yeah, she version. played her version, but nobody played her version. Nobody played her version she of "I'm a, So Into You." She had a version of that. Yes. When she just recorded it before. I guess so. No, I mean like before they did the versus battle. No, like I'm pretty like you know how you have a demo <laughs> of, the, of a song <laughs> to give to somebody else to show them. Like, hey, I want you to sing this song. Yeah, that's what happened. She played her demo. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, you can look this song up. <laughs> oh, you can look this song up. But it's going to sound very odd to you because you're used to hearing the Tamiya version. Her voice sounds very off. That's all I'm going to say. And I'm going to leave it at that. So shout out to J-Lo and Ashanti and um, (laughs) those people. Yeah, Keisha got way more bangers, but Booby was her demise. Absolutely. Uh, Trust and believe me. (laughs) You're going to need. She was singing her little heart out. And remember, um, it brought me back to the times when we had reality TV and shit. Remember when Diddy had Keisha Cole singing her ass off in the studio the last night? <laughs> he had her straight her voice and everything. I'm like, get this bitch out the studio. You don't want it. You don't want it. <laughs> Who are you to tell her that? <laughs> Diddy a motherfucking savage. <laughs> he different. <laughs> he different as fuck. Different as fuck. Alright, so today I'm gonna shine a spotlight on what the fuck is RB coming to? 
And is it coming back for one? And is it because we already said it ain't how it used to be. But here's my thing. Rap changes every year, it seems like, right? It literally every changes. Every, it changes. It's and it's something that we have grown accustomed to. Like it's okay. Like like as bad as we as older people, like we may be like, uh, alright. But eventually the shit come catchy and we keep it pushing and whatever. It is what it is. But with R and B, it's like we have to find the gems. Like we have to find the it's not put in front of us as quickly as rap songs are. And my thing is, why do you think that is? Because I'm really stuck on I can't come up with an answer. I really can't. I don't know if it's because I don't know if it's only accepted because it's unless it's sexualized. I don't know if it's only accepted if it's relatable as shit. I don't know if it's only accepted if like you said, it, it has to have a little dance or a jig to it or something. It's a little bit of all of it, honestly. It's genuine good R&B music that it's like, it's not talked about enough. It's not. Because R&B ain't R&B no more. What is it? But you... Mm. Words with a beat. Words with a beat? Like it's not even singing, you mean? Yeah, for real, for real. A lot of, I mean, how many of them is really singing? Like half the motherfuckers, half the rappers now they singing. Or half, try to. Or try to. <laughs> and half the motherfucking singers, quote unquote singers, they rapping like. So is it a genre anymore? <laughs> That's what it seemed like, yeah, right? It's a, it's a it's new genre. It's. It's a new genre. It's a new genre. This R and B is no longer a genre. R and B is now. R and B is a genre. It is because you not by itself. Now neo soul ain't no damn genre no more. Mm. Now that I feel like it's coming, making a small comeback. But R and B not. No, because and I always say that because it's so easy to come across these whisper girls, right? It's, and people quick to label it as Neo Soul, even though it's not. But when you dig deeper and find artists that have those deeper qualities, you realize that you understand why these whisper artists are named R&B Neo Soul artists. Because I ain't gonna lie, the last Neo Soul artist um, I, I, I'm hip to is music. Name another one. <laughs> like, but it only. But look though, you know who they say is Neo Soul now? Her. Her. Janae Aiko. Uh, I can see that. Uh, uh, what's the one chick name? Sabrina Claudio. Uh, uh, fuck. What's that other chick name? Whisper bitches. <laughs> <laughs> bitches that whisper. <laughs> Literally. So it's like. And then they say R&B is like Tiana Taylor. Yeah. So it's like, can you see the difference? Yeah, because Tiana Taylor is a big difference compared to all those you just named. But I feel like R&B ain't labeled R&B either until another artist comes on their track to make it prominent. Then it's R&B. Cause R, she ain't start popping till she started getting 
other features from other people. Oh. Tiana Taylor. Shit. Tiana, she been... Because that's the thing. That's the thing. They, been, on her. they been, been had music. Been had music, but it she, didn't start popping until she got other people on the shit. It's not even that, though. It was, man, you got to blame. A lot of that shit is on label, man. On labels. The bad labels. Somewhat, yeah. Bad labels, man. Somewhat, if you yeah. Ain't got, if, you, if you sign on somebody, if you ain't got nobody in your corner that's trying to promote your music and push that shit out there... And you, the artist, solo, dolo, got to do everything off the strength. It's going to be hard, man. It's going to be that's hard true. for... You, you may actually have bangers on your album that you release. I think that's why people don't really try to go through labels so much anymore. Yeah, they do. I mean, it's just a matter of fact if the numbers is right. Because trust me. Say, for example, any uh, tele tele company or whatever come to you or whatever with a right amount of number... Talking about some, hey, we want to use your platform. We here's a check for da 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 da. Stream your platform. You gonna you gonna say no? Has to be some stipulations to it because I mean I'm obviously I'm going through the contract, but I need my creativity. That, that's, I need oh, that's I need fun that. And dandy. Oh, that's so it's like and dandy. yeah, but it's like at the end of the day, at least yeah, money gonna read absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely a, a, it's definitely a consideration for sure. Now, and that's the thing, and the problem is they getting a lot of these artists and a lot of pe- talented people in a dire situation. They getting them when they're at their bottom, when they down and out, and they hustling, and, oh, shit, I finally come up. Motherfucker really not thinking about, oh, I got to make sure. This is real talk. A lot of motherfuckers don't think about, I got to make sure I got mine covered and I don't sell my rights at the end of the day. When they behind on this bill, that bill, that bill. They trying to help this motherfucker person out. They got to help that person out. A lot of shit coming to factors when zeros get thrown in your face. As opposed to when you never had zeros. You don't come from nothing. You don't come from wealth. That's like, true. A lot of that shit plays a factor in motherfuckers. And I, like me personally, I'm going to be honest. Like If a motherfucker ever hit me with some numbers, like... I'm not going to never say I'm not going to sign. Yeah, I'm going to have to have some stipulation to mm-hmm. the best of my ability. But at the same time, how are you going to have stipulations if you know what I'm saying? I can see that. I can definitely see that. Now, the only way I can say you can use your bargaining chips for a is you have multiple people throwing digits at you as if you was in like a bid in war or something <clears throat> like that. I can see that too. But... From a label standpoint, in 2021, I can see why they don't have to promote certain artists. Because they do it for they, they they do it themselves. Is that that's how they found you? Yeah. So now they're looking at you like, well, why are you mad at me? I didn't promote you, bitch. All right, you signed. You able to do what you want. You still creating shit. Now you make you not growing. All right, well, what was you doing before you met me? Exactly, so. So it's, you know what I'm saying? I'm really looking at it like, okay, like, I mean, if you wanted to get signed, I mean, like, don't expect nothing different. You know what I'm saying? You just a little bit, you just a little bit pad, pad now, I guess, I mean, shit. If you sound the right one, but, you know. It's, I don't know, R&B is just so weird, though, because it's like, you, you, it's like you hear people listening to certain artists, but then it's like, the, the one song will pop, and then you'll be like, damn, that's the song you like? Like, for instance, Scissor. 
I was so mad when everybody was listening to The Weeknd. She had a whole album about a black woman healing. And y'all picked her about being a stripper and a hoe. And a side bitch. I mean, I get it, but she did you tap in? Listen, she went on tour singing that motherfucker song. She sung that song in schools. <laughs> in schools? In, in she showed it. In motherfucking choirs, a cappella. She ran that shit till the wheels fell off. So, A. I'm going to give you another example. I mean, if it's your strongest song, it's it your- wasn't. I'm going to give you another example. <laughs> And you can attest to this. Brent Fias. Everybody love rehab. That song is a minute long. Yeah, he got poison. He got so many other songs out here, man. It just really bothered me. Oh, yeah, I fuck with that nigga. Rehab. That's all they know. Why? Because he got too many hoes. But they ain't you. And to them, that was relatable. That was a bar. Yeah. Ain't bother listening to shit else. <laughs> well, that's a bar. That's, that's a me. bar. Is this heat to you? Hell yeah. Niggas be like, is this heat to you? Hell yeah. I mean, niggas really have low standards for music nowadays. That's what I'm understanding. Niggas have low They're not musically standards. But you can't blame the person. No, I don't blame them. You, you know, it is what it is. I don't blame the person. It's. I mean, you actually can because they don't dive deep. They don't try to dive deep into it. I do blame the people that can say, oh, R&B isn't how it used to be. Because I I used to be one of them people, right? Until I started diving deeper into what type of music I'm looking for. And then I found it. Yeah. I mean, it's out there. It's It's out there. You just got to look for it. You just looking, you know, mainstream as well. You can't be on the radio looking for some fucking. I ain't about to go on the radio looking for some no no damn Masego. What type of shit is that? Why would I do that? You're gonna find them on the radio. Why would I do that? You might find them on XM. But why would I do that? You know what I'm saying? Why would I, just like you gonna go on the radio looking for Cardi or something? Cause she's hot. Well, probably not now. She uh, probably not now. But Bruh. <laughs> we ain't gonna start on her. We ain't gonna start. All I know is I I I predict I I predicted Cardi B's career. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, what you predict? She was gonna be hot. Hell no. I predicted that she put out this album. She won a Grammy off of it because she bought her, her lessons. She never went on tour for the shit. You said she bought her lessons? Absolutely. Why you say that? There is no fucking way. There is no fucking way. I'm not saying that, that it went hard, okay? But that album is not not worth that much replay value to be in but millions but listen, but listen, of views. But listen, though. We, we Every song no, off listen, that album? Listen, no. From the views, shit you read on social media versus them views, that does not add up. Listen, we, we, in, a different, we in a different time. You're right, but what you search on the trends listen, versus the views do not add up. Listen. That's all I can say. National streaming World streaming is world streaming, so we could be here. Bitches in Hong Kong could be blasting that shit. At the same time, though, like all, right. all those all those streamers count as one, though. Like it all get linked in. That's cool, but I'm just saying, <laughs> when you drop an album, what do you do? When within, within those first 
two, three months, what do you do? You tore that bitch. She ain't gonna tore it all. At all. She was added to a couple music festivals to perform some shit, but she never. She headlined like one shit in fucking Europe or some shit. I mean, but she ain't write it either, so. And that's what I'm trying to say. I predicted her career. She didn't write shit. She don't got much talent, if we're being honest. She doesn't. Like, she's just an interesting, relatable girl from the Bronx, from loving hip hop, that got the right writers that blew her up with Bodak Yellow. It did what it needed to do. The song got a little too big. She didn't expect it to get that big. Now she had to come album. She rushed with an album. The album was cool. It wasn't playback worthy. You know what I'm saying? It captured her well. It captured her spicy mommy. It captured her relatable content. And it captured a rapper that don't know what the fuck she's doing. It captured it well. She's probably never going to drop an album ever again. Because she can't. And if she does tore off this album, that's fine. She's going to Lauren Hill this shit. She's a, a person on social media. She has a, a personality for it. Like I'm not saying that. But Lauren Hill has one album. She's late to every fucking thing. And niggas still gonna buy that shit because why? She's Lauren Hill and she made a dope ass album that was relatable. What did Cardi do? Make a dope ass album that was Lauren relatable. Hill, Absolutely. They, they dogged to Lauren Hill. Absolutely. She was, she was too, back then at that time, she was too conscious. Too, she, too conscious. And she, she was, was too talking conscious. too much truth into shit. And they had to, they had to shut her ass up. They did. For sure. But she still tore off that one album. She still tore off that bitch. And still make money off that shit. Yes, sir. And Cardi's still going to get talked about for that still one album. And I, being a, a, a amigo. I'll be honest with you. And if she know. does decide to tour, it's going to pop. Why? Because she never went on tour for the shit. Boom. There's a career. Oh, and in the midst of that, she stays afloat. Why? Because she got a contract with Fashion Nova. She got a contract with Reebok. She got a contract here. She got a contract with Reebok to do what? She has a shoe. She got a shoe? Yeah. See? (laughs) (laughs) I caught you off guard. It wasn't Like... Cool, these motherfuckers is getting paid for their likeness and stuff, but like, give it to a motherfucker that really earned earn that spot. Man. You would think, right? But like, they actually deserve that spot. Let a motherfucker actually who earned. Me key. personally, I'm still waiting on Wale to sign a contract with, with Nike. This nigga has the craziest shoe collection ever. Why not ha- sign a nigga with this? Sign a contract? What? No. His. Oh. Oh. I would think so, but they I'm not just saying. He, you, he he. Whatever, it's cool. They may, whatever, you don't got you don't explain yourself. No, it's no, cool. listen. <laughs> well, with him, what they what they will do? They'll probably do like a pro black edition with him, limited edition. That would be with dope. Him. With him with Wale, because like far as like a mainstream, like that, how you gonna push him? His his music is too like. Oh, yeah. You feel me? I ain't even gonna say it. it's too, but. He should make a black woman shoe and call it like a. Every blue moon. He should have like a every blue moon and then he should have like a of a another um shoe and then call that one Bonnie. And then he should have another shoe and call oh, that. Call, mm-hmm, and then have another shoe called like Ambition. 
and they have another shoe cut. Co- like have a little Nike collection. Or have a colorway. Somebody over somebody sign my nigga. Have a colorway of his albums or some shit That'd like that. That'd be dope. That'd be like, fire. Of his hip. I I just remember um I just because oh, in the, hey, in we, the did, did we we guys talk to talking about this because this is like some game changer like information like I know I say a lot of shit on here that I should be like alright I should shut up now but um I remember this one time well this was like years ago but I remember Kendrick Lamar had that short deal with Reebok and he came out with the red shoe and the, and the blue shoe with the game bangers and mm-hmm. stuff it was like uh, I forgot what they said on the back but it was like real simple and nice and it was just like that was dope but it's like it wasn't continues like a real simple thing so like even if they did like a feature with yeah. him I just feel like you know I feel like that would help both ends you know but what whatever. is Nike getting from it though a, a, a raw ass black ass woke ass more black customers. That's what you get out of it. Cause what black niggas gonna do? Ooh, that shoe hard, and they gonna buy it. But niggas already buy Nike, regardless. They gonna buy more. That's the one thing about black folks. I don't. I mean, what if a job in the middle of Black History Month? You can't tell me that won't be hard. You can't tell me that's more buck. You know, you wanna know who got a hard ass motherfucking shoe? And niggas not hip. Who? David fucking Banner. Who he signed with? What shoe he got? Think he with Jordan. Really? Let me go. Jordan or Nike is one of them motherfuckers. Yeah, David Banner has a hard ass fucking shoe. He got the it got it's got the motherfucking fist and the tongue and everything. Really? Yeah, that bitch hard. Got the uh black, uh red and green. Yeah, that bitch nice. Oh. See? They're earrings. They're yeah. earrings. Oh. Oh, those would look nice on a man's feet, not mine. <laughs> But okay, all right. Shout out to David Banner. He's actually kind of hard. I, don't, I mean, I don't think my nigga would wear them. But yeah, they're kind of hard. Anyway, um, yeah, what was I about to say before we wrap this shit up? Um, so what was I about to say? Oh, so I don't think R and B is is gonna be like a thriving thing just as long as you know, like we have like six subgenres of rap right now. So it's like, how's that shit gonna work with with R&B, if you got niggas singing, you got niggas singing and rapping, it's like, okay, what makes room for that? But it seems like that's what's winning right now, so it's like... Who are who who your who king of R&B? King of R&B? Like, of all time, like, right now? Right now and all time. They gotta well, be all living. time... They gotta be living. R. Kelly. R. Kelly? <laughs> Or Kelly. And I don't care. I'm, I don't care who cancels me for that answer. But you, you, you know how I could think of people him? Usher. You know why I think he's better than R. Kelly? You love you some Usher, but keep going. Because he's a triple trifecta. He is. He R. is. Kelly, I give he you can that. sing and he write music. Mm-hmm. Usher sing, he write music, and he can dance. Oh. And you ain't got to worry about a that. A Chris category. Brown, if you will. Chris Brown don't write that nigga. Chris Brown don't write his own music. He don't. No. You think that nigga writes his own music? But Chris Brown. But you know why? I say, you know why I say he that though. He writes some of his shit, but not. But you know why I say no? Not all of it. I, I, I that nigga make too. That nigga make too much music to write all the. That nigga come out with forty eight songs on a on a CD. Do you think that nigga sit and write forty eight songs? That nigga probably. You think I'm that stupid to believe that nigga write forty eight songs on a CD? Forty-eight. I got you two more songs. Forty-eight. Like, All right, I'm about to record in a minute. Forty-eight. Get the fuck out of here. Five. But I will say, 
I will say this. He has a way of feeling like everything he touched, he can really do. Like, this nigga too talented for his own good. He's an artist. He play basketball. He dance. He sing. He rap. <laughs> it's like, what else do this nigga do? This nigga dye hair. This nigga a graffiti artist. This nigga be breakdancing. This nigga a cheater. This nigga a father. This nigga a fucking swimmer, I believe, too. And, <laughs> like, what don't this nigga He's do? He's a fight soldier, boy. He a fighter. He a boxer, too, apparently. What? What? <laughs> And he, and he has a bad temper. <laughs> Very bad. He's a tourist, so it's expected. <laughs> but still, it's like, he does so much. That's why I say that. Like, when you have people that be overly talented like that, it's like, oh, you can't help but to love them. But you be like, okay, they kind of fucked up. <laughs> like, you kind of fucked up a little bit. Yeah, he fucked up. He's fucked up. But he has carried for a long time. Like, he... For people to be, for a long time, there was nobody else doing R&B. So, Chris Brown can have it, honestly. Right now, he can have it. Even though it's more so pop, he can have it. I don't see anybody else Chris like Brown's not, longevity he's not, enough. No, he's not an R&B artist, though. Not anymore. After Yo, he totally went <laughs> pop. Hey, if you look back on this nigga CDs, he wasted no time going pop. Yeah. Like, wasted none. Yeah. His second CD was pop. Yeah. That's crazy as fuck if you think about it. But that's is not his fault though. He it's not. That's. It's that's not. He was too talented. He came out the gate. He was too talented. Yeah. He was too talented. To, I mean, pop is where it sells at. So, pop music sells more than R and B music. Look at the weekend. I don't listen to the weekend, unfortunately. He started out as a dope ass R and B artist. I listened to him like when he first came out. That part. This nigga's a pop artist now. That's why you don't listen to him. That's just how it goes. I ain't gonna say I downloaded it. And that's why I'm so right. (laughs) Right. That's why I'm scared for like certain artists that I like now. Because it's like, what's what's gonna happen? An actual R&B artist out right now. I name you two: Gene Noble and Devin Culture. I just got hip to Devin Culture. He came up on my on my thing the other day. And you played the other guy the other time. He dope. He real dope. I like his voice. Like that mm-hmm. culture, he nice. The only one that truly, truly got my attention, like I, I just pray he just not gonna come out his way, is Lucky Day, cause Lucky Day raw too. Yeah, yeah, I just really just hope he don't come out what he is, cause honestly, I didn't really care for that painted um album that was for the the soundtrack. Oh, I didn't yeah. care for it, but it was good. But yeah, definitely would could have been better for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. I swear, I just feel like everybody like you know. It's, it's like as soon as somebody like people's, I just feel like they gonna go pop. That's really how I feel. So it's like you know, everybody's starting to get hit the brand. I'm like, all right. So what's gonna happen this this year? He can go pop. Really? Right. I feel like he's not far from it. <laughs> he's not far from it. Switch a couple of his songs, he can do it. You know who else? Um, is kind of on the verge for me. Everybody love this nigga, but he just talk to me like this nigga a rapper. He's not a singer. Oh. Six lag black. They slap. Black. Black. Oh. <laughs> he said he don't care what you call him though. The check cash the same. <laughs> you wanna know who wrote him? Nigga named Blast. He hard. As fuck. He hard as fuck. He is hard. He is really hard. You can really play his whole, whole album, album start, start to, to finish. finish. He is hard. Oh, you hear? 
Gotta get help. I like I, it's the song. The first song I ever heard by him was like Wrong Girl Right or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I just dove in. I was like, damn, that nigga hard. Man, That's a hard guy. Listen. That's a hard guy. I'm about to tell you my favorite ones. But yeah, I was listening I on the way here. Oh, you was he hard? I like him though. Like he's really hard. He um and he knew. Mm-hmm. He very new. Like he just definitely just dropped that album like maybe like three months ago. Yeah, like he's new, new, and it's hard to get a new artist who. Yeah. Snicker blast. So I like No Love Lost. Yes, that's a hard song I too. Like overrated. I like Be Alone. Just saying. I like Pressure. I like Forever. Humble. I like Got It All. I like Chosen. You can literally play the whole album. You can play the whole. album. You can literally play the whole album start to finish. Like, but these the ones. If I gotta pick a song. Before I like go in somewhere or whatever, if I'm on in a crunch time, I gotta listen to some them the songs I'ma listen to. He hard. He's very hard. Like yeah. I just I just went and just played it real quick and I was like, oh he's hard. I just added the the whole I just downloaded the album. I don't even care. Like I was like, this shit hard. Like but yeah, so alright, y'all got y'all dosage of what y'all can get hip to. Y'all got y'all dosage of you know another what's, one what's it who who what's up alex isley she is <sighs> her voice is too good like it's it's too effortless for me like she whew, she looks too too effortless for me i like uh it's a group called um terrence martin too terrence martin mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, sounds familiar, but I don't know. I probably could get hit. But all right, y'all. We gonna wrap this on up. I appreciate you, David, for coming on out to Foyer Records and talking shit with me per usual. Which, you know, we do this on a regular, but you know, we have mics in front of us today. Hey. <laughs> As usual, make sure that you drop me in your group chat, share the link in your comments, all that. You know, like, subscribe, drop me to your friends, all that good shit. If you got music, please don't send me shitty music. But if you do, send it to foryourrecordspod at gmail.com. That is foryourrecordspod at gmail.com. Please, once again, do not send me bullshit. I will not respond. I don't want to hurt your feelings. Um, <laughs> and yeah. Y'all have a great, great weekend. And yeah, enjoy y'all time. So bye, David. Say bye, David. Y'all be safe out there, man. (laughs) Bye, (laughs) y'all. DJ Chris Cash. I hope you're hearing this, boy. I'm delirious. George, I'm curious. Can we banana split? Put it if you want it. I buy up your cards, you can lose your That's your mind playing tricks on you. That's your mind playing tricks on you. I want you to lay down, you and me now. Save this place and know what to be now. We ain't going to gain, I'm raising a Watching me on your phone Been on the grave